0: Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings Podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle Membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and inner work mentor. Before we get into today's topic, how letting go is an act of self-care. It's actually an act of energetic self-care more than anything, and I'll share that with you from the perspective of the mom of a 14 year old, of a very stubborn 14 year old, and why letting go is actually so powerful for both your child and for yourself. But before I do that, excuse my voice today, I've been talking all morning on client calls and on some group calls in my circle. Um, I wanted to let you know that I have made some changes in my divine self-care circle. And the major change is that the doors are now open whenever you're ready to step in. And this kind of goes counterculture to the idea of scarcity, of like, oh my gosh, the door's only open for five days, get in quickly now, now, now. Oh my God, it's exhausting. (laughs) I did that for years and as exciting as it is and as the enthusiasm builds up and the right people at the right time step in what i have found more than anything to be true is that when i'm ready for something i want to be able to do it and when you're ready to step into our community our circle i want you to be able to do that not have to wait until next september or next january or next july or any time As a mom and a wife and a business owner, I value my time deeply. I value my energy. I value the seasons and cycles that I'm in. And they're not gonna be the same as everyone else. They're gonna be what I need. So when I'm ready for a mentor, I'm ready for a community or group coaching, I wanna be able to find it and get into it now, right? Now this isn't like scarcity Is in if not now, never. What I mean is there's times in your life where you need a lot more support, where you need community, where you need to explore self-care and inner work on a deeper level because you might be going through something right now. You might be experiencing a loss. You might be experiencing some health challenges. You might be experiencing overwhelm and exhaustion. You might be experiencing some difficult conversations in your marriage that have to happen. You might be experiencing the frustrations and spiritual uh, unfolding of starting your own business or of thinking about what this new normal might look like as, you know, your kids go back to school, but they're not really going anywhere. And that's when you need support. And that's when I want to be able to invite you into the circle and say, hey, come on in. You're not alone. We have group calls. We have some support for you we have amazing women who are also going through similar situations and you have a place to go so whenever you're ready to step inside the circle which has been around now for this is our 6th year the doors are open the link will always be in my instagram uh, bio so you can always click there and the link will always be in the notes of my podcast so you're invited the door is open And this month, we're talking about intentional pauses, and we have some amazing content for you. We have an incredible guest call this month where we're going to be talking about subconscious shifts, rewriting those inner stories to expand what's possible in your life in your business and in your relationships. So that's a huge change, which means that I'm not technically going to be launching in the traditional sense anymore, and I'm going to be trusting that when the time is right for you, you come on in. And we just had two amazing women step in yesterday. And uh, so there's always some amazing alumni in there ready to welcome you as well as new faces coming in. So you won't be new and alone either. Um, But I'd love to work with you in the circle. You can check out all the details at the links. And if you have any questions, you can DM me. I do answer all of my own DMs. So you can go ahead and DM me there which actually ties in really well to what we're talking about today. Um, I don't have a script for today. I don't have any notes. I just want to talk to you about this because it's so alive for me right now in my life. It's like deeper and deeper layers of letting go um, happen every so often. And I'm going through one of those layers right now. I remember when my son was really little and there were fears, you know, when that happened as a, as a new mom. And I remember feeling like in order to actually enjoy being a mom of a little baby, I had to learn to let go of all the things that could possibly happen. Otherwise I would experience a lot of stress, you know, physical and emotional stress. And it took me away from being in the moment. And now seeing how fast that time goes by, I'm really glad I let go of how I think, how I thought things should be, right? Because I think that's where we get really caught up. When we think something should be a certain way, whether it's your relationship, your child, especially, right? Um, Your body, your finances, and you're not where you think you should be that's where we experience a lot of stress. It's where we experience a lot of um, comparison. It's where we experience a lot of uh, inner tension. And it really takes us out of the enjoyment of where we are. And it's actually a lie, right? We start to think that we should be somewhere else. We start to think that we should be someone else. And we actually lose out in a huge way of the possibility of things even changing because things only change from the present moment and we start to feel like we aren't good enough. We start to feel like uh, maybe someone else has the answer for us, and we start to lose this personal power. We start to really give away our power to other people. So I want you to think about your own life and think about the loops of thought you might be thinking of. Maybe you you, you think you should be further ahead In your business, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you think your kids should be a different way. Maybe you thought you were going to be in a different place in your life by now. Maybe you thought you would be doing different things. And I think in general, a lot of us are experiencing like I wish we were somewhere else, because maybe you haven't traveled for a while, maybe Uh, the quarantine and the pandemic and the social unrest have created a lot of fear in your life. And maybe you haven't been doing the things you normally do, right? Maybe you haven't been going to the gym and gathering with friends and seeing family. And maybe you've even experienced some, some emotional physical um, illness or in your family. And so it's been real, like the reality has been pretty tough, right? And all of this that's happening has invited us in a big way to let go of where we think we should be and where we wish we could be. And to understand that the longer we stay in this wishing and hoping and wondering when things are gonna go back to quote unquote normal, that our suffering actually increases. And when we can let go of that sense of expectation lost, that we can actually become present to what is actually here. And this applies very deeply to being a mom, right? Uh, especially if you have uh, you know, kids who aren't exactly how you want them to be in terms of maybe they're not compliant, they're not listening well, they are frustrated as well, they're experiencing their own emotions. And it's challenging you to let go of how you thought they were supposed to be In fact, there's a great book that I read recently. It's really meant for moms of younger kids or parents of younger kids, but it goes right up until like 14 to 16. So it's kind of where we are. Um, I believe the title is Parent the Child You Have, Not the Child You Want. And I just laughed at the title because it was, uh, you know, we're going through a phase in my life with my son where he's so strong-willed and so stubborn in so many ways that he ends up digging in his heels and I do too sometimes and it gets this really tense place and I start to kind of spin out in this like oh my god like what the heck is going on here how come every everything turns into a debate and until I realize you know I have to reassess and I think we all hit moments in our relationships with ourselves and our loved ones where it's time to reassess and let go of the things that no longer serve the relationship. And this applies to the relationship with yourself. It applies to relationship with your kids, with your siblings, with your parents, with your coworkers, whoever, any relationship, right? It evolves and it grows. And sometimes the ways that we see that relationship and the and the rules of the relationship and the agreements of that relationship have evolved. And if you if one person moves on and the other one stays stuck, it can create a lot of tension. And it's like with kids, it's a naturally built-in thing that we have to be conscious of, because I can't parent my fourteen-year-old the way I did when he was ten or five. And they evolve so quickly at this age, right? If you remember being being uh, a kid, like you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing, you're constantly um, seeing yourself in a new way, right? Remember when we used to measure our age by like, I'm 13 and a half now, I'm 13 and three quarters, now I'm 14, 14 and a half, right? Every little age felt different. And if you are constantly being treated by your parents and your you know adults around you as the same as you were a year ago, it can be very, very frustrating. But it takes a lot of self-awareness. <laughs> it takes, you know, this is why I teach that inner work. Because as a human being, as a mom, as a coach, as a speaker, all the things I do, right, I'm not in a vacuum. When I grow, when you grow, you expect people around you to honor that. Right? The same goes for those around us. (laughs) We forget that other people have their own journey as well, especially our kids. And in this case, letting go is an act of self care for yourself because here's what happens when you let go of having to over engineer everything that they do, the way they do it, when they do it how they do it you actually release a ton of energy back into yourself right like the the massive thing about raising a little baby is that you're constantly on hyper alert for everything they're doing because you're so so responsible for everything they do their physical emotional well-being all of it right but as they get older they're more and more responsible so that they take a lot of that energy back but if you're still trying to to Control that, then you're actually now in battle with them for their energy back, and you're just trying to manage it, right? So, if you can give yourself permission to start noticing where you can let go and reassign the energy back to your child, your beautiful young adult, they can start to experience more autonomy in the really beautiful, positive ways that helps them to engineer their own existence. It doesn't mean you give up full control and you're like, you're done raising them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is let go of the how. It's kind of like the difference between when you're managing a team member or an employee or something like that, um, and you, you manage the activity versus managing the process or the outcome, I should say not the process. (laughs) You don't manage the activity in the process, you manage the outcome. So one of the things that one of the ways this shows up in our life is when I have a list of things that I want my son to get done, I don't tell him when to do it, (laughs) or how to do it. But of course, I guide in the beginning, when you're when you're assigning a task or a chore, you want to make sure that they know how you want it done in the beginning, because Then if they're not meeting your expectations, but your expectations haven't been spoken, now you just seem like you're crazy. They're Like, well, I didn't know that you you wanted me to do it that way, right? People don't wake up knowing how to vacuum um, well, I should say. (laughs) But then you can let go, right? Once you teach them how to do it, you let go. So what we've started doing, and this really came into play when we were homeschooling, I had to let go of the idea of recreating just like a school day of do this now this then this then this right no I didn't want to be his teacher in that way I wanted to be his guide and so when it came to chores or school stuff or anything that we both agreed that was going to get done that day what I started doing was creating a list for him and he knew that that list had to be done but I stopped managing how it got done and that was so amazing because then I could just check in quickly and say hey I see your list is you know Halfway done, that's amazing. That's really cool. Thanks for doing that. Um, when are you going to do the rest? But I like you can still ask, right? (laughs) You don't have to go hands off completely. And of course, you can customize this for your own child and how you do it. But this is what I found worked for us. If I could just let go, right? And of course, you can gamify it, make it like some wins at the end after you're done with this list. We're going to go and whatever have ice cream or go ride a bike or whatever you know, you build in those those physical, um, emotional wins for them. And it's really cool because it teaches them self-discipline, but you also have to let go of having them get it perfectly the first time or the third time or the 10th time. Um, And again, it's going to evolve. So now my son's 14, we're going into high school, and it's like a whole new world, right? I thought he was going to be in physical high school, but now, of course, everything's happening virtually, so we're kind of having to go back into this idea of self management, but now it feels like it's at a higher level because of high school. So I'm gonna have to figure it out, right? We're not done. <laughs> like, I'm not assuming that what worked last year is gonna work this year. We're just gonna have to figure it out as we go. But letting go of needing to manage him has been a challenge, honestly. <laughs> Um, Mostly because I feel like I know the right answer for most things, right? <laughs> but I don't. I know I don't. Um, but it actually causes me a lot of stress. And I've noticed this like debating and arguing, and like, oh, I just feel so much tension. And I finally realized I was having this conversation again with my husband. And of course, you know, we, we talk back and forth, and we're sort of like, When one one of us sort of falls down on it, the other one reminds the other one like, hey, let's let this go and let's let him sort of manage this. Um, But because of course he's at an age where he wants more freedom and more responsibility of his own and more like decision-making power for his own bedtime and eating. And oh my God, (laughs) if I could just tell him what to eat, when to go to bed, what to do, (laughs) it'd be really easy, right? But then I wouldn't have this independent self-thinking critical thinking person that's starting to really follow his own inner drum, right? Inner drumbeat intuition. So ultimately think about what is it that you want to cultivate in this relationship? And for me, the answer was I want to cultivate trust. I want to cultivate respect, both respect for me and respect for him. I want to cultivate his own self-knowing, and not to feel like he's disappointing me by being himself. And uh, yeah, that takes, that takes courage. It takes honesty. And it takes letting go, <laughs> letting go. And then I can spend more time on my own stuff, right? I can write my book. I can go for a walk. I can have more fun with him because I'm not so worried about um, controlling all the minute aspects of his day. So I hope this conversation served you. I hope you're starting to forgive yourself for all the ways you are maybe have controlled or over-controlled in the past, because I know I have, Um, especially as he got older in some ways. like I feel like it was even easier in a lot of ways when he was younger. And uh, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) Maybe if you would have asked me then, I wouldn't have said that, but it feels like it is now, because maybe it feels like, The consequences are so much heavier, you know? And of course, there's so much we can't control in the world right now. And there's so many, like, just bad things happening, right? But there's also a lot of good things happening. But I think I know that the environment that we choose to create in our home um, can potentially have a much greater impact on our kids, than what's happening in the world, which of course has a huge impact. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it doesn't have an impact. What I am saying is that the environment, the conversations, the peace, the love, the um, conscious awareness and parenting and relationships that you have in your home is going to have a much greater impact on how we make meaning out of this time in our lives. And that goes for any time in our lives, but especially what's happening now that our kids are watching us. They're, they're watching us to see how we are managing, right? So not to put pressure on you, but it's, it's more important than ever that you really learn to manage your own emotional, spiritual, physical well-being. And you teach them to do the same by modeling it. So deep breath. Thanks for listening. I feel like I really needed to say those things. Like, ah, you know, we just need to say it. We need to be honest. We need to be real. Okay. So, if you want a community where we do have these real conversations about life and parenting and business and orgasms and energy, all of it, right? Come on into the Divine Self Care Circle. As I mentioned earlier, the doors are open when you're ready. I'd love to have you in there. Any questions, please feel free to to DM me on Instagram or email us at info at elanalipson.com. Thank you so much for listening. I truly mean it. Like, I feel so much better. (laughs) i was feeling a little stressed. Um, All right, I'm going to go make myself some lunch and go enjoy the sunshine. My dog is probably whining downstairs, ready for a walk. Sending you so much love. I know this is a place you can always come to have a real conversation and please feel free to reach out. The reason I do this is to create community to connect with you. And I'm so glad you're here. And thank you if you're listening for the first time or the hundred and first time, I'm very, very grateful. I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Go take care of yourself and I do hope to see you inside the circle. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success. Pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.